Whoa, hold on. <laughs> we give a mom. My daughter just messed up with all this shit here. <laughs> I didn't realize that she was messing with my lighting. I tell you, uh, let me just get it together. Um, because my lighting has been altered. And I'm trying to find out exactly what she did here, boy. I tell you, when kids get a hold of stuff, man, they tear shit up. Boy, they tear shit up. And I don't even know where to start because it's legit. I don't know where she moved. So just bear with me with this, but. Yeah, support them. Appreciate everybody, goddamn. Shout out to Queen Juliana, goddamn. Darling, I tell you, my, my daughter had a field day in the studio. I don't even know what she did here. <laughs> I don't even know what she did. She just changed a whole bunch of things around, boy. Um, She even broke my glasses. Goddamn, get rid of my daughter. Yeah. These glasses had a long run. You know that, right? These glasses, you know. You you may never see these again, you know what I'm saying? So let me let me just take my wig off. God damn. Take my wig off. Salute to my daughter again, God damn. I tell you, boy. So, um, I appreciate everybody coming out tonight, man. We uh, That's why you got to pay attention out here. Yeah, they break everything up, right? Kids break up every damn thing. I haven't worn these shades in a minute. Let me just see how they look. I have so many shades that I don't realize what I got, but I can't use it now because I got, I have the studio lights in here and I don't like the way that looks. So that's why I always take the lenses out. But this this was a gift from my lady here. Some nice shit, right? I know she probably went around like, damn, nigga, why you don't be wearing your shit? Why? Yeah, so the baby girl just re-altered everything in here. So you got to bear with me. Bear with me a little bit because I, I don't even know. I'm trying to find out. She did something. And I don't know exactly what, right? So... Like, right now, I got to be real careful because, see, you know me. I, I'll try to be Mr. Perfection, and then I'll be fucking shit up in the process. So, right now, I'm thinking I'm about to do that right now. Um, Right. So, this, right. So, I have to get this together because it's really annoying me, and I don't know what she did. And I'm trying to find out because my lighting is just crazy awkward and i don't know how that even happened so anyway let me just get straight to this in the meantime while i'm tweaking my situation up here and i'm trying to get it together um bear with me bear with me okay so bear with me because i'm trying to get it together with the lighting and all but i appreciate everybody joining i think this is gonna be a real interesting topic because I think like most of the topics that we discuss, um, I want y'all to understand how serious this is. And this is not even a joking matter. 
But goddamn everybody, I appreciate you. <laughs> so baby girl did something here. I, oh, I know what she did. She closed the doors. This girl, so she closed the doors on the lighting. I was wondering, I was like, yo, what happened? I found the goddamn. <laughs> baby girl just came up here. Listen, my little girl. I'm telling you, this girl, she would listen. She literally would stare and like, I'm going to fuck this whole shit up. I really believe she says that. Like, I'm going to tear this shit up. I didn't even realize that she did that. It was actually pretty cool because I was like, it, it gave me an ambiance, but I really wanted to know where my purple light was. And, um, you know, there's, you know, sometimes we have to change it. Now it's, now it's blue. So I just wanted to change that. Shout out to Chanel, the billionaire mind. Say, God damn. <laughs> this girl came up here and demolished it, boy. Boy, oh boy. Broke my goddamn glasses. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know how many interviews I did with this? Do you understand? I'm going to have to get, I need to go back where I got these from. I don't even know if the store even exists anymore because I got them from an Asian store. But you talk about simple things that get the run and do what they do. So this, this, this is how I got enough. A real, 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 real long, um, to say the least. I got a long time with this. I got a long stretch like this, right? But let me just get to this quickly because this is a topic that I I don't want to run into the ground for two, three hours. I kind of want this one to just stick and run. Because everything I was thought about, I didn't forgot about now because it's old news. You know how shit be in your mind in the morning and then it changes throughout the day and blah, 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 blah. So that's what happened with me. So um, what I'm going to say, uh, and I need to bring this up quickly is um somebody sent me this thing about drake's album is garbage rapper drake if you don't know hip-hop and i don't like to do that's why i couldn't title this with the name drake because youtube see see youtube wants me to come in and do to do podcasts exclusively but then they say you know, community guidelines. See, we don't deal with that in YouTube, in, in the podcast world at all. Like, they don't even give you any disclaimers. Like, your shit got to be bad to lose a podcast. But YouTube, too sensitive. I don't want to have a problem. So I'm not going to do the podcast. But I will say this. And I speak in terms of a podcast. It's an option that we have as a podcast. Like, our, RS, our, our RSS feed. Which let's just say I load on to SoundCloud. It loads onto eight different platforms at the same time. So YouTube wants to be part of that because they know that at the end of the day, they're getting the, 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 the recognition of podcasts, but people don't understand it to get on the Spotify, to get on all, all these different things, to get off on iHeart. It has to be connected through our RSS feed, which is nothing to lie about. That's how you have a real podcast. So even when I took my channel down, my podcast remained it up. I just wanted to let you know that. My podcast never left. I, the podcast stayed all the all of the content. If there's any content that you're missing, 
whatever content I upload on the podcast is still up there. So just to let you know, if you want to hear that audio, so you could always go to SoundCloud, punch an accent, Daniel, the billionaire mindset, whatever you want to do. But moving along, um, I want to get to this, man, because it's, it's starting to get to the point where bad enough we had this damn terrible disaster called 50 Years of Hip Hop. <laughs> Boy, that was a disaster. Because it's just a whole bunch of old niggas is hurting. And they want to bring hip hop back to the 80s and 90s and 70s. And unfortunately, we'll never see that. However, there's one rapper, and I don't even believe I'm saying this. You may not believe I'm saying this. I believe I'm saying this. There's one rapper. Despite how wacky he is, as far as corniness, and he got a white girl instead of a black woman with the baby with her. There's one man that literally is the leader of the new school. I know old niggas don't want to hear this. I know you old niggas are just waiting just to hate because you're jealous. And you still believe Kwame and Kid and Play are great fucking rappers, right? <laughs> Wish Buster Rhymes probably wishes that Drake would do a feature with him. And Buster Rhymes, yes, without a doubt, is definitely one of the greatest rappers of all time. Probably, probably very underrated. But nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear all that shit, nigga. Nobody wants to hear your old school rhymes. You haven't. You have stopped. It's like when you did that song with Chris Brown and he featured on there. I don't even seen that. I don't even think Buster and Chris Brown ever performed that song together, have they? But I feel that Buster Rhymes somehow has gotten lost. Like there has become this thing with Buster. Because there's not a lot of New Yorkers talking about hip hop. And I know I'm forced to do this because I don't want to use anything with these celebrity names. I desperately don't want to do it, but in in the videos, in the podcast, I will talk about it. Buster Rhymes had a group called Leaders of the New School, and this came out of 92, and just another case of that OPTA. Um, and y'all remember when he did this song with, um, you know, um, Two-step, we got, we rep, we rep, bring it back, bring, be mine. Powerful bouncer, boom, I'm a cannon, a bragging. Okay, let me, let me, let me just give y'all a little hint of what made Buster Rhymes explode. Like, this has brought Buster Rhymes to a level that you could never imagine. And this is the song where it makes me appreciate Buster Rhymes because I think people don't understand that Buster Rhymes is bigger than he's a big fan of hip hop. He's definitely one of the most slept on MCs ever. Um, but there's a thing that Buster Rhymes did, and it's undeniably the one of the greatest songs to ever hit the hip hop world. I mean, when I tell you this song was definitely one of the most sickest, this song is the reason why Buster Rhymes is famous. He blew up from this song. This is the song that made him, this is the song that made Buster Rhymes rich. Mm-hmm. 
This song here, I know I make a lot of jokes about Busta Rhymes being, you know, in the gays, man, and little transsexuals. All jokes aside, Busta Rhymes, Dreadlock Busta Rhymes, Wild Busta Rhymes, like this motherfucker was definitely one of the best rappers of all goddamn time. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him credit for that because I really feel that Buster Rhymes needs that credibility. I gotta give him that. And this is just from this song alone has shown me you gotta know hip hop to know this. This 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 definitely is one of the, the biggest songs I've ever heard in my life. I'm gonna take a chance with this. This shit's ridiculous. Oh my God! Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what? So what? So what's the scenario? Okay. This is this is this is hip hop. Hey yo, Bono Zip and Bono Zap, but Bono no Jack. Cause both can't rap. Well, what do you know? The dead dog is first up to bat. Oh God! Let me just let me just let me just get the Buster's part. Let me just get to show you what made Buster. This is what made Buster Rhymes famous. This is the song that broke him. The Buster Rhymes, tell him what I, I heard did. you rush and rush and attack. Then they rebuke, then you had to smack. Causing rambunction throughout the sphere. Raise the levels of the boom inside the air. You know I did it. Okay, so here it goes. This is, this is, this is how Buster got famous. This is what broke him. From this point right here, right here, right here, watch. Watch as I combine all the juice from the mind. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon. Now bragging, try to read my mind. Just imagine, both can't do, there is necessary. When digging into my library, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Eating, I do, do like the one beat the toss. Oh, 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 hello, what the track, man? Oh, pardon me, oh, as I come back. As I did the ground, I had to beg your pardon. When I travel through the turn, I roll with the squadron. Rawr, rawr, Oh my god. Oh my god. Let me just say this right now. I truly believe this man that I'm going to mention knows who this artist is and knows his repertoire. Now, the problem with Buster Rhymes, he has lost his image. He hasn't gained an image. You know, he's put on massive weight. He cut his hair off. He tried. He doesn't dress the way he used to because he used to dress very flamboyant. So he dresses like a child. Like he had his own style that could have went forever. Now he tries to dress like a B-boy. And it was never really him. He represents Brooklyn, but he's a Long Island rapper. It's cool. It's still, it's still New York, right? Buster Rhymes was the leader of the new school. This is 92. Okay, now fast forward to 2023. We're going to fast forward 31 years, right? I'm telling you right now, ain't nobody fucking with this nigga Drake right now. You heard what I said? Nobody. Nobody. There's no, there's leaders of the new school 
If you want to put the best rapper alive living is Jay-Z, right? You want to put that there, we'll throw that in there. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. I'm not a Nas fan. You got to be one or the other. I'm a Nas fan, I'm a Jay-Z fan, but yeah, there's always going to be one more that you that you like more than the other. I prefer Jay-Z. Even though Jay-Z is a coon in a lot of his ways, he's still, he can't be fucked with. He's the leader of his time. He's the leader of our time, even with him being older. You understand where I'm coming from? Like He's rap royalty, right? He didn't give any credit to 50 years of hip hop, I guess for the same reason I thought, but I understand because he's a, he's a cocky diva. I know that. I think Drake right now is going to make a lot of old niggas start doing that same tune. Yeah, these young boys don't know nothing. These young boys don't know what real music is. They don't know. These young niggas don't understand, man. It's, it was all about the real shit back in the day. No. No way. Joe Buttons just did this thing about... And Joe, Joe's a podcaster, no different than me. He's just more famous than me. But, you know what I mean? He's not famous in hip-hop. And I mean that in the sense of Joe Buttons is known for two fucking songs. And that was in 2002. You see where I'm going with that? Two, 2002. So look, 1992, Busta Rhymes, Leaders of the New School. That was the name of his group before he went solo. 2002, 50 Cent, Joe Buttons. Joe Buttons actually had this song, Pump It Out. I thought that shit was garbage. But... It was his first album, his first song, um, Focused. That shit was hard. Focused was a dope-ass song, right? Joe Button's Focus. Do you remember the song? I'm going to play it for you real quick. That, that, was a, that, that was a dope, that was a dope-ass song. It was. Um, I'm trying to find this song because it's like they you put Joe Button and then they punching you know they punching I ain't gonna say the name I don't want to start no political shit With over two. but anyway um this was a big song in early 2000 um it was a big song salutation Joe Button I'll be your host for this evening this shit was hard this shit was hard right here it was hard it was hard be with the banger whoa okay. This song was fire, fire, fire. Still on your block, <laughs> fire. This shit was fire. God crack damn. Box, crack spot with it. Cat cop with it. White tee, black socks fitted. Pop the trunk, let the bass knock with it. Like, no team could beat us. We pump diesel. Okay, Without I pump diesel. Okay. Man, we getting it harder. All day, dog. I live in the car. Okay, Jersey, nigga. Shout out to Jersey. Jump off that nigga. Don't let me see with it. These two birds like Jack Tripper. Ooh. True that I'm a new jazz set. Two bands on my neck. Whoa. Oh. And the guy big. Oh. He stay dirty like a project. Ooh. 
on the low down from the hook. It's about to go down. Here go, here go, here go. If you focus, man, would you please rock with it? If you overstand, no. Get focused, man, cause whether hoopty or over, man, we doing up. Okay, so you get it, 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 right. So that's 2002, right? 2001, 2002. So big year, 50 Cent came out, Demolish took over the game, it was amazing. Now 50 Cent been out since the 90s, but he took off in 2002, you know, it's your birthday. You know, you know once Dr. Dre started producing him and 50 Cent was picked up by Eminem. Okay, that was a good time. So Joe Button's part of hip hop. He's been in the game with us for over 20 years. Okay. That was his hardest single. Then he had Pump It Up. Pump It Up was decent, but it was a party song. It was, it was cool. I don't know if you remember the song, but you know, I, I'll give it to you. I mean, it 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 was it was cool. Okay, just come and go, go with me, go with me. Okay, so you remember that. That was it. Like, even though he came out with Eminem and Eminem and they had that group that Eminem produced and, you know, I forgot the name of the group. I forgot the name of the group, but he had a group he was part of that Eminem produced. I don't remember no hits that Joe Button has made since. <laughs> Joe Buttons was the first one to take over the social media shit, reality shows, being with his boot up. He was that nigga. This, he knows how to stay relevant. Let me give credit where credit is due. Buster was known to do party songs. Joe Buttons had one Two party songs. Those are the two biggest songs in the in the clubs. When Buster Rhymes had about maybe twenty or thirty, it's a big difference. And he's been out longer, ten years prior. So Buster's been in the game for like 32, 33 years. He came out of ninety one, ninety two, right? Joe Buttons exploded in ninety two thousand two. Pause, right? In two thousand twenty three. To go back a little bit, let's go back to 2012, the Drake. Let's let's go to 2012. Okay. Drake is the nigga you love to hate. You know, Drake is every every old nigga that been in a game and see hip hop go through his ups and downs, the birth of hip hop, all the above. They would love to hate on Drake. For multiple reasons. They want to look for something. He's too old to be rapping the way he do. He ain't gangster. He a pussy. He, even though he's a billionaire, he's whack. He's this. Let me, I got some news for you. Shout out to Rasul. Shout out to Isis M. God damn. I, I got some news for you. Drake is the leader of the new school currently because when I was younger, we didn't have a 40-year-old fucking rapper. We didn't have a 35-year-old rapper. 30 goddamn years. The Tupac got shot 
And niggas don't understand how the fuck is his suit is 60 years old. Because in 1996, Tupac was 25 years old. How in the fuck did his googly ass damn murderer basically at the time had to be around 30, 30 plus? How do these niggas, how do these old niggas go out here and be gangster and shoot a nigga like that? Right? So what I'm simply saying is, is that there's the era that I came from prior to Tupac and Biggie was before gangster rap. If we didn't like another rapper, we took it to the wax. You know, we, we rapped about it and just kept it on wax. Niggas wasn't killing each other. Now, clubs were dangerous because drug dealers were getting murdered. The murder game was worse because niggas was just... The same shit niggas was killing each other for today was the same shit then. It was just worse because crack was the crap academic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All that, you know what I mean? I don't want to go too much into incriminating myself in regards to shit I've seen, but I'll say this. Niggas was not killing each other. When these niggas, Pac and Biggie got killed, playtime was over. Hip-hop was never the same because these West Coast niggas came up in the air with all that hatred shit. They did. Even when niggas going to the Bronx and Brooklyn and back in the parties, it was dangerous, but they wasn't looking for killing Dana Dane and motherfucking Kumo D. They just, <laughs> they wasn't doing that. If you notice, rappers wasn't getting murdered back then because we admired rappers and they wasn't rap, they wasn't violent. The crowd was violent. The culture was violent, but the rappers were okay. Nigga had a bodyguard or two, but it wasn't to the point where one nigga gets killed one year and the other nigga gets killed the next. That shit was crazy. 96, Pox, 97, Biggie. Do you understand? So once the shit got out to that point, there was all these different things people were thinking about, you know. Let's just say the least we heard it all, you know. Puffy set him up. The Illuminati killed him. He's still alive. No. Like Chris Rock said, that, that nigga got shot. <laughs> and what people don't understand that it was a cold case because nobody was talking. Social media is the worst thing for a black man to commit to. It's the worst thing. Because that's where you can pay. chatty pat. You telling yourself you snitch, you rat. Like niggas, this is the time when niggas actually kill you, kill the op, whatever, and talk a fuck talk about it, nigga. They rap about it, and then wonder why they get caught up in a motherfucking damn, you know, 20, 40, 40 50 round roundup of a secret indictment because you rapped about it on social media, dummy. This is the time we live in now. What I like about Drake, Drake doesn't promote that. He has an old school soul. And what I admire about him truly, how many niggas you how many niggas were inspired to kill somebody from listening to a Drake song? Right? 
I think the closest rapper to come next to Jay-Z would be Drake. I think Nas is kind of caught in the past. I don't like Nas's rap style at all. It, it's, it's not what it was. It's kind of like he got caught up in that old school thing. Like sometimes when these rappers rap too much or not enough, they just get stuck in the past. They haven't evolved. Jay-Z has evolved when LL Cool J hasn't. I feel that Nas's raps is like, is that all we got for New York? That's not a good representation. Nas is a rapper. He's an MC. But I don't think Jay, I don't think Nas could fuck with Jay-Z right now. Just on his whole swag, he could not fuck with him. That's just my opinion, though. But the great thing about it is they still came from that era of they were borderline like they were part of the Tupac era but they was also part of the old school era because Jay-Z's been on longer than Nas and we're not supposed to use violence in our music it's supposed to be rap battles fun shit even that shit that happened with Papoose and Remy and the battle rappers are rapping about it. It's cool. Y'all fucked your wife, whatever. You know, even then, that's borderline because a nigga will still kill you over that. But when Pac got in the game, he was fun because he was rapping and dancing when he first started to with digital on the ground. But he got caught up in that gangster shit after he did all that time in that New York prison, came home on the West Coast and made rap dirty. He blow that blood and crip shit to the East Coast. And that's what fucked us up. Now, we already had a gang culture in the 19 fucking 60s and 70s. I know a lot of y'all didn't know that. What y'all think? Chief Keith started motherfucking gang culture in the 60s. Have you watched Good Times? Have you ever watched Good Times? Do you think, do you understand how dangerous fucking Chicago has been? That shit was, that shit was dangerous back in the 60s. Niggas from the Midwest and East Coast didn't pay no attention to California like that. They had music in the culture. They had Motown. Niggas had R&B. And, you know, as the East Coast, we enhanced R&B. And, you know, L.A. caught it on later. But needless to say, we was all in it together. But L.A. Bring the, LA brought gangster rap into the game. And that's where the whole game got fucked up. Because once them niggas came in there with that gangster shit, rappers started getting murdered like a motherfucker. A lot of niggas died since Tupac and Biggie. A lot. Okay. So now social media, such as niggas back to Joe Buttons, Joe Buttons is part of the Chitty, the Chatty, Chatty Patty group. Because he came in in 02. And even though he came in in a good rap time as well, it still was after Pac and Biggie. We don't know him from the 90s. And he's from Jersey City. Sorry. Like, my version of Jersey was Cool V and a lot of these other niggas. Poor Righteous Teachers. There was a lot Naughty by Nature. These niggas stamped Jersey way before Joe Buttons because we didn't know rappers from Jersey City. There's a lot of actors from Jersey City. 
you know, your boy Mike, the, the fucking uh, guy that plays, uh, what's his name? The Michael uh, B. Jordan. They're from Jersey. N- niggas, like, we knew Jersey City, but Jersey was known to be Newark, New Jersey, East Orange, New Jersey, Trenton, like, Patterson. Like, this is where they stamp was back in the day. We're talking 80s and 90s. Joe Buttons was one of the kings. He was what Drake is to the world. Joe Buttons is to Jersey City. Okay. Joe Buttons to, you know, to the world, right? So, but if you go to Jersey City, they don't fuck with him like that. They don't. I did research on this personally. As a matter of fact, I ran into the game, my, the, the game in 2005 at the red carpet at the BET Music Awards. And I had a conversation with the nigga because he did this mixtape and said that he went to Jersey City with his last $200 and he was asking niggas, is this nigga about that life? And niggas was like, nah, that nigga ain't about this. There's a lot of niggas in Jersey City that get it in. But he was the name. This is me. Game's a big nigga. Same height. Me and him the same height. I seen him in L.A. chilling. We was talking for like five, ten minutes. To be exact, six minutes. Right? Because he had to get back on the damn you know, on the, on the red carpet. But we kicked it. No, no interview, just one-on-one. That's when I didn't have a microphone. I used to ask, you know what I mean? I talked to niggas. So, Joe Buttons didn't take off. 50s exploded. Cause they came out the same time and then Joe Buttons got into the whole VH1 slash, you know, reality show thing with his girlfriend at the time. Forgot that big butcher he was with. Um, and he, he always jumped in. He was always ahead of himself, which I do give him. But Joe Buttons now has this voice that he's doing on the internet now. And he has the audacity to be trying to rip down Drake, because he's jealous. You see, the thing is with that black fucking bastard, you got to understand the biggest threat to a black man is a black man, not a black woman, not a white man, not a Puerto Rican man, not an Asian man, a black fucking bastard. He's a dirty, jealous, sick motherfucker. And you got to understand that. That's why a, the black man is programmed to want to, he, he knows he got to kill one of his niggas before he kill a white man. When five white boys approach us three o'clock in the morning, which is dumb, dangerous, we're not prepared to kill them. We're prepared to either, either run or, or, or beat them up. We're not prepared to shoot all five of them. But when that one black fucking bastard asks you for a dollar at two o'clock in the morning, you prepare to blow his fucking brains out. Not an Asian nigga, not an Indian nigga, not a black woman, a black man. Let me give you a story that just happened to me previously, literally before I got here. So I'm at my man's mechanic shop Saturday night. And you know, come through you know it's always love to be in a you know the shop with your boys you know anyway so i popped up there literally this is literally let's say a car about an hour and a half ago and fast forward he was talking about how um you know he had a customer that was a a family friend it's actually his partner's 
parents, mother, you know, mother-in-law, father and you know, his parents, his, his in-laws. The mother and father walk in, get the car from his his one of his workers, and leave. They didn't give my man a tip or nothing. My other boy that was working on the car. So my man was furious. Now he Puerto Rican, the other niggas Mexican. He like, he hate Peruvian people. He no fucking good. You see, they came here. They didn't give him shit. He been working on his car all day because his partner is a white man that's married to their daughter. So they figure, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, the mother and father came to get their car and the son's going to pay for it. The son-in-law's going to probably pay. And they're going to cost him shit anyway. My boy was flipping and it was so weird. Cause I'm like, yo, cause all day I've been thinking about that. I'm like, yo, we some hating goddamn human beings. Hate each other. Right. We just hate. So, so I was thinking about this earlier, but this is real life. And he's like, yo, it was fucked up. You know, they didn't give a shit like that shit. He was really mad over this. And it's funny for me to see Latins that go against each other. Cause I just got some education an hour before that, which was some other some other Spanish people I know there. And my man came there with his his daughter. So my boy, my other boy, he's the body man. He does the body work. So he came there. He's from Ecuador. His daughter's Ecuadorian and white. Beautiful. She's like 11 years old. Um, she's going to be something else when she gets older. But she, you know, kids take to me because I'm, you know, I'm telling her to stay away from that dirty bum. I don't say black guy. I just say, man, you know, because she's still a kid. So his girlfriend was there. Salute to my man, Octavia. And his girlfriend was real cool. We connected. So that's not the kid's mother, it's her stepmother, so to speak, because he's not with the daughter's mother, but he just has the daughter for the weekend. He's with the current girlfriend, whatever, whatever. So we kicking it. And she, she said something that was interesting. I said, listen, you know, I, I admire our Spanish culture. This is prior to my boy going on. I admire your culture so much. Because me as a man, I noticed that one of my biggest things is my personality. It's not my, like, like some people stuck on their looks. I'm a man. I think to be stuck on your looks is gay. I feel, you know what I mean? That's for women. You know what I mean? Like a woman should know shit. Every little cranny about her is going to be appealing to a man. I'm a man. I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't into myself to that degree, but I'm a handsome nigga. You know what I'm saying? I can call myself that. But my personality is big and it could be misleading because somebody could really think that, damn, this nigga like me? Or, you know, let's fuck around. I'm like, no, nah, I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm married, whatever. So I said, listen, how do y'all keep your family structure? Do you ever like have beef or whatever? She said, she don't know a family member that she doesn't deal with. <laughs> and that's what she said. I swear. And she said, whether they in jail, because she went straight to it, because I know she knew I was going to go there, whether they in jail, whether they on drugs. She doesn't know a family member she doesn't deal with. We all stay together. It is what it is. And bing, bing, bing. So I'm like, well, I can't say that because I, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, I inherited that from, a, let's just say, a certain side of the family. And I've become, you know what I mean? I'm, unfortunately, I know I can do better. But I always admire that about Spanish culture. But my boy, hour after, this nigga flipping about how Peruvians are, South Americans, I fucking hate them. And I said, damn, like, you know, I was just thinking about this earlier today, like how I look at people. I'm, I'm in this white area. I'm out there with my wife and daughter and we're eating. And I'm like, wow, just seeing all these people that 
are driven by political influencers and influencers from social media and everybody hate. Like I, I really went through a little moment. I've been zoning out lately all day about hatred. And that includes myself. You know what I mean? So after he starts talking about the family member, he had to be quiet because my boy has audio on the camera. So he doesn't want his partner to hear that his in-laws are there. We're talking shit about them. It was just crazy. So he starts to shop, to, to, to close up shop. So I noticed that there's this couple that's in the corner, two people getting high. And, you know, the neighborhood's fucked up that we in. So just like under this train L, we call it the L here, like an L, elevated train. So under the L, there was like a man and woman well, a transsexual. A transsexual, right? I don't know what the nigga was doing. Like he was about to take a shit. But then, then I said, I don't, they had two shopping carts over there from the store. Like, you know, the big shopping carts that you steal from the supermarket. The ones that you walk around this, you know, the, the supermarket with. So I'm over there. I'm watching them, just making sure that they ain't no harm. And, you know, they dope fiends. So I don't know if the nigga was trying to, you know, because, you know, dope fiends take a shit anywhere. I don't know if they were trying to take a shit. I don't know if they were trying to get high. But then I'm like, I think they was trying to get high. They seen me see them. So then the transsexual starts taking off and walking away and says something. I don't know. But, you know, they're, they're fiends. You know, fiends are, you know, they're, they're harmless. You know what I mean? Like when y'all remember the dude that got killed, um, they got choked out. Can somebody tell me his name real quick? The one that got choked out of Staten Island. A years ago when the cops killed them and they you know they, they these these people that they were in the area were dope fiends like dope fiends are harmless they're, they're harmless like so when they killed that dude and choked him to death that was unnecessary because he was harmless he was a big teddy bear like but you know i don't think the cops meant to kill him but they did kill him so you know you gotta be you gotta pay the piper um so I'm already just sketching the area out because I could tell something's going to go down versus ah, they, they just, you know, bums or crackheads or whatever, whatever. And it was sad to see because I'm like, damn. So I just kept looking over there. So my man's locking the, 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 the thing up. We got his other work in, you know, the work I told you that everybody, you know, he was feeling bad that they didn't give him a tip or whatever, whatever. Um, and it was just sad i'm just watching and i'm like wow you know it's just sad to pe you know see people you know to go through that you know what i'm saying like to, to just see people struggling it, it was just sad it, it was just doing something to me i was having a moment and i noticed the guy came over and the dude like i said the eric gone i'm sorry eric gone i'm sorry yes he's eric gone Rest in peace to Eric Garner. I'm sorry. So when Eric Garner got killed in 2014, that, you know, that area, them, all those people over there were hard. It wasn't a, it's a drug infested neighborhood. It's not a drug neighborhood. It's a big difference, you know? Um, so anyway, the dude came over, the fiend came over and he's like, yo, he was asking something. Was that my car? It's not in my car. And he was like, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he was just saying something weird. So then he came up and then he's looking at me and he's like, yeah, you, you know, you got anything? And I'm like, you know, like a doctor, I'm, I'm about to ask you, do you got a dollar? I'm fucked up, nigga. Why don't you give me a goddamn dollar? Right. So dude was like, he's looking in his pocket and he pulls out like papers of dirt. I'm like, oh shit. 
Like, one of my fears, imagine being that broke where you just got nothing but just nothing in there. You know what I mean? Like, forget that you left your wallet home, you left your money in the safe or on the bank. You have nothing. Imagine that, just nothing, right? So he goes, you know, so he's people. He was like, yo, walk with me to the store. I'm like, no, nah, you you go to the store, man, and give me a dollar. I want a dollar. So he's like, all right. But he's fucked up, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking him seriously. But anybody that sees us may be thinking something's hard. So my man, they froze. They just sat there looking like, oh, shit, something going to go down with, with Corey. They know me as Corey. So I'm like, boom. Now, once again, I know the nigga's a fiend. He got his two big shopping carts. The, the gay nigga didn't left already. I don't know what the fuck they was going to do. But they wasn't a violent situation at all. And I, I didn't feel that, you know what I mean, whatsoever. So they see him cl- playing me close, so he probably thinking the was going to go down. Now, mind you, if, you know, if the nigga, if I thought the nigga was going to do something, you hit a dope fiend. First of all, you got to watch how you hit him because you hit the nigga in the mouth and cut your hand, you fuck around and get AIDS. But it wasn't nothing like that. And I was prepared if I felt like I was in danger. My, my senses would tell me danger. What was is that dude was a big dude and niggas probably thought something was going on. These niggas is freezing. So... I'm like, yo, go give me a dollar, man. You know what I'm saying? He's like, okay. Then he walks back to this thing and he's walking around circling. So they looking nervous. So um, anyway, my man's like, yo, let's just go. Let's just go. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I know him. He good. Like, I'm trying to let him know some black man, black man shit. Don't, this nigga good. Don't worry about him. And I was going to give him a dollar. I legit didn't have a, a dollar bill. I just had everything else but a dollar. So the nigga walks off. So I get into my suburban and shit. And then the dude's talking. I said, yo, watch out, because my man was backing out his car. So I'm like, yo, watch out. Give me go to the store and give me my dollar. He starts walking to the store. Into the direction of the store. My man backs out and takes over and hits me on the phone. Like, yo, I was about to run that nigga over. And I'm like, I thought he was saying like he was gonna run him over because, you know. He was in his way or whatever. I said, he said, nah, because I see you playing close and whatever. I said, nah, bro. Dude was harmless. That, that's, that wasn't the situation. The niggas fucked up. I was talking about it previously. I'm like, nah. He was like, nah, because I seen him coming over there and playing cards. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I knew the nigga. So now I had to tell him I knew the nigga just on some, I, a black man knows a black man. Because I had to let him know the difference of hate, which is Joe Buttons, versus a man that's fucked up in the game and almost mentally mentally retarded for that degree. I'm telling this nigga to go to the store to give me a fucking dollar. You know, you got to go in there and steal probably two bags of chips to give me a dollar. You understand? But the point is what I'm making is my man, I appreciated him thinking that he had to do that. But what if he had did that? What if he had knocked him down and me as a black man would have said, damn, bro, you understand what I'm saying? You ain't have to do that. But I get it because he went through a situation with a family member that tried to kill him and run in his house all fucked up and high. But still in all, you didn't get hurt and you know what I mean? I didn't get hurt. I'm not going to say what could have happened, what should have happened, but what didn't happen was that. It wasn't that type of party. As a matter of fact, he blew it out of proportion because 
I'm literally showboating with the nigga, but I'm, you know what I mean? I'm serious. He didn't get, he didn't give me a, any mode of threat. The problem with us is even when we, we hate each other so much, non-black people know this. So even when they see us in alleged danger, they, we can't even be talking close up on each other. Cause a nigga be ready to kill you. Cause you, he played you. Now, if that was a white man, he wouldn't have thought of that. But he was willing to knock him down and run him over and back the car and knock him down. So he says, for me, was he scared for me or was he scared for him? So I want to let that be also a lesson to you to understand that our hatred for each other as black men it's not only regional, it's worldwide. That's why I always tell black brothers, stop putting these non-black women on a fucking pedestal. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. When you see a non-black woman, be hard on her. Let her know she don't got a fucking chance. And if you marry, say happily marry. Because she's going to say, yeah, if I give this nigga the pussy, he'll cheat on her. But like, no, the fuck you won't, bitch. I'll put you on the street before you fucking get, I'll cheat on you. I'll put you on the street to sell your pussy. And you know what? She'll probably fall more in love with you because nobody ever talked to her like that. I may turn her on. That's true psychology. But no, they already know how you are. They know that you, you do anything for them. Just to have that fucking Latin pussy, you do any fucking thing. Because the world knows how you treat your woman. But the black man can't even ask his fellow brother for a goddamn dollar. He can't. No matter what, I, I'm hard on that shithole more than anybody because I know that black shithole is a piece of shit. I know that white fucking bastard is a piece of shit. And I know the Mexican bastard could be a piece of shit. One fucks with kids. The other one fucks with little boys. One fucks with little girls. One fucks with little boys. And the other one just kills his own race. They all fucked up. A man is a piece of shit one way or another. But what people have to understand is we don't need no more help. Black men, when you see these non-black women, stop praising them. Stop praising a light-skinned woman because she light-skinned. Praise the dark-skinned one. Give her that. Not because you just, it looks good because you mean it. You want to be like the white man. The white man likes a dark-skinned woman. You want to be like him so much. He don't praise light-skinned woman. He don't say to deal with a black woman, she got to be light-skinned. You do. Because you hate yourself. You know your ugly ass does. See, I'll date me a woman that's my complexion because my complexion is beautiful. You don't believe that when you dark skin. That's why you go for an opposite. You, you, you don't want to picture yourself with a wig and a skirt because that would be atrocious. You know that. You know if you, you know if Wesley Snipes put on drag, he going to look like a goddamn cheeseburger. And you know, light-skinned niggas look a little more feminine. That's how you created it. You made the word dark skin ugly, and the black woman calls you chocolate. 
the black woman praises your skin complexion just as much as the white woman. White woman just doesn't call you chocolate because it may be a little offensive. But you drag your black woman. You niggas are fucking beyond backwards and retarded. And the world knows that. They know you praise that non-black woman. The non-black woman knows you praise her. They know you shit on your black woman. And they know you kill each other, black man. So you got to change. Not Fuck the narrative. Fuck the layout, nigga. Change your mindset. Let a motherfucker figure out why you're not paying attention to them. That's what my man did there. He almost figured, how, how, how can a nigga be close? How come a man can't be close and ask for a fucking dollar? A nigga could still shoot you from across the goddamn street. A nigga could shoot you from being in another car. How many niggas you see to get killed from drive-bys? You on the fucking porch with your kids and a nigga pass by with four niggas in a car. A nigga is a nigga. Whether he gonna get you face-to-face or from afar. Shout out to Red Lipstick. Goddamn. I say all this to say nobody hates on a black man better than a black man. That's a fact. We got, we're ahead of the white man. The white, the white man can't drag Drake through the mud. If the black man is holding each other down, but if the black man is helping, the white man will have a success. You understand? In order to kill a black man, you got to do it with a black man. White man know that. A white man ain't going to go in the hood and kill a nigga. A white man ain't going to go to your your hood and kill you. He's just going to have your own people do it. They plant the drugs. The black man will take care of the rest. He will destroy that fucking neighborhood as long as you put drugs and fucking anything in there for, for financial gain. He knows you are because he knows you. He knows you're stupid. And he know you're driven by money. You go, you go to a black, a black man in the hood and tell him, I want you to go to kill this, kill this nigga tonight. Nigga, better, where the nigga at? Nah, well, he's actually not a nigga. He's a white boy. And we got to go to Howard Beach. He's going to say, shit, I got to think about that. Well, when we go get one of the Jewish cats around the corner, oh no, fuck that. I'll never come home. And he know he can't get no street credibility for killing a Jew cat. So he'll he'll get more street killability killing that hopeless black bastard. That's how we're programmed. So with all these things that happened today, when I heard this whole situation with Drake and a couple brothers hit me, yo, this Drake shit is garbage. And most of these niggas is telling me this is 40, 50 fucking years old. The youngest niggas, an old fucking grandfather, he's still 30. How is Drake's shit garbage? What are you doing? Hip-hop had a horrible year this shit. Ain't nobody making no records as far as black males. But Drake is a billionaire. He ain't violent. He can rap his fucking ass off. The ladies love him. What, what else could a nigga possibly want? Okay? Drake fuck more dog-skinned bitches than any rapper in history. Cause he's light skinned. I'm surprised he actually had a, a a white baby's mother, but he's half white. So it's okay. I expect that. 
His father's black, his mother's white. Okay. That's cool. But the black man usually, the dark-skinned man usually has the white wife and wants the kid with the blue eyes. Drake is light-skinned. He's half white. Fuck it. I'm not offended. But I know all them damn influencer bitches he was fucking on Instagram was dark-skinned and brown-skinned with big old asses. And he talked about it. You niggas don't. Drake right now is the leader of the new school. You just got to let it go. Joe Buttons had his time. His time was 2002. Now, is he the leader of black podcasts? Yes, he is. But let's not be confused. Black male podcast is very dangerous. Ask Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West, Kanye West, true story, Kanye West, literally, career has gotten ruined from being on a nigga platform. He went on a nigga fucking platform. Biggie got killed from a nigga. We all know that wasn't a, if a white man did it, a nigga did it. Tupac got killed from a nigga. Every time a rapper gets shot, has there been a white boy convicted yet of shooting a nigga yet? Huh? Has there, ha, have you ever, have you ever heard that? I haven't. When you hear a rapper get shot, you know a nigga did it. Am I, is it true? When Malcolm X shot, did the white man did it? Or did the white man do it? See, the white man's smart. He knows two things that niggas do. They blow money and they kill each other. It's only a matter of fucking time. That's it. So you got to think on the lines of when you listening to this propaganda of Drake's album being hated on, check, check what happens. I listened to this and said, let me go listen to three songs. Cause my sister the other day told me Puff Daddy's album is amazing. I would like it. Cause she knows I like R&B. And I thought the shit was garbage. I thought Puffy has lost his ear. Like I didn't think the album was good at all. And I listened to every song. Drake's album. I listened to three fucking songs and said, is these niggas out of their motherfucking mind? Drake's album is ridiculous. Who I, I, I need to know which one who who truly believes that this album is God? How could you you know how you can say that? Your black man said it. They're the one that black bastard is all on the fucking internet, JKA Joe Buttons, slandering this nigga. For his sick ass album, this nigga's album is ridiculous. And I and I've learned one thing: black men need to know. This is why you gotta create your own fucking lane. Stop listening to us. Just stop listening to us. That's all I did. I was in a club. Before she even had it. I'm not gonna use it. I, I can't even play this. I can't even play this. Let me just give you a little bit. Ah. 
Oh my God. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me just give you another teaser of this fucking masterpiece. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm letting it rock because I love the mystique. I still want to give me a song where I first and foremost, first, let's understand this, man. J. Cole has to be one of the best rappers out of North Carolina. I don't look at J. Cole as a New York rapper. He's an East Coast rapper, but North Carolina is right next to Virginia. So we always look at East Coast from anything. New York, you know, Jersey, PA slash, slash um, Philly, um, Connecticut. Then we skip down to Jersey. I said Jersey. Then we skip down to Virginia. Right. North Carolina is like borderline. Like, is it country or is it South Carolina's country? I think New York, North Carolina still got a, a little Virginia connection. So they ain't really the country as hard as North Carolina, South Carolina is. Right. It's North Carolina, South Carolina. So the South begins in the South. OK. This nigga J. Cole's on his song. You know it got to be ridiculous. How can this be wacky? You got J. Cole and Drake on one fucking album, one song. It's impossible. Snow, if I dish you, I make sure you know that I hit you like I'm on your call ID. I'm naming the album to fall off. Oh, my God. <laughs> the number four song trending on for music. Not number four album. Number four song in the world. It's that black shithole. So to understand this, what is the difference between a black shithole and a black man? A black shithole is his his goal is destroy his woman and to kill that black man, his brother. That's his goal. He's going to destroy the woman or the man. One way or another, he's going to destroy the community. And you do that through the man and woman. The harmless black man, the sick black man, the man that needs help is the man that I should have gave the dollar to. Now, I got here in the studio to actually realize I actually had one dollar. You know, I ain't going to try to tell the nigga to give me a dollar. I'm putting out 50s and 100s, but I actually had one dollar. He was willing to go and do whatever I told him to do. He's harmless. My detection said he's he's harmless, Nathaniel. Don't do nothing to him. What I, if I could have punched him in his face to show off for these two niggas for what? To let him know, yo, yo, Nate just beat this guy up? Nah, that's unnecessary. And even if I thought I was going to do that, thank God I didn't. Because I don't want them to see that. One of them already see me kicking somebody's ass a couple of years ago. I didn't like that because I don't like nobody to see me having to put put it on put put the beats on another black man. But this is a different isolated situation. This is actually a family member. Well, you know, somewhat family, right? So back to the situation at hand, you listen to this stuff on social media and you like, yo. Joe Buttons said this shit is garbage. Joe Buttons ain't even, Joe Buttons made two rap songs. He's trash. I don't give a fuck what his opinion is or anything. Respectfully, people, you from Jersey City, nigga. Nobody pays you no money. Sorry. I'm sorry. Now, some niggas may feel, yo, that's a diss to Jersey City. No, it ain't. Because Al Bial's from Jersey City. He official. 
If that's what Jersey City is about, I'll be out, be official. That, that's one of the dopest rappers in Jersey City to me. I feel he's larger than Jersey City, but there ain't enough rappers in Jersey City. And Joe Buttons has had this crown for how many years? How does his opinion matter? It never did. He doesn't know hip hop. He's a hater. He's always been a jealous fucking bastard. Him and Charlemagne are friends. And they both suck Drake's dick. Cause they not Charlemagne and motherfucking Joe Buttons ain't got no talent. God damn, nigga, I got more talent than these niggas. I don't know how to rap, but I can act. I got an incredible personality. I can produce. I can create. I ain't seen none of these niggas produce shit. What have they done? Right, exactly, Reps. He's not, he's he's a non-factor. So if you want to hear Drake's album, just go listen to it. My sister had an opinion on Puffy's album, P. Diddy. I didn't think the album was good. I could have told her that to avoid an argument, but I said, I didn't like it. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't think, I didn't think it was good. I didn't think it was good at all. I didn't, I don't, I don't like, I didn't like P. Diddy's album. It was a big disappointment. I'm waiting for Chris Brown's album next, next month. That's I'm a big Chris Brown fan. And even Chris Brown's album, the last one wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. You cannot tell me I heard there's two singles out from Drake's album and two more. So let's just say I heard four songs to date. And you're doing a song with J. Cole. I promise you, you will never see Charlemagne ever rapping. You'll never see Joe Buttons able to do a song with fucking damn Drake. Nevertheless, J. Cole. J. Cole is Jay-Z's artist. Jay-Z wouldn't allow this nigga to do a song with Drake if he was garbage. So you got to think of the level of that. Jay-Z is a factor because he has an amazing ear. If Jay-Z tell you there's a new rapper coming out of this nigga's a problem, he's going to be a fucking problem. Joe Buttons is in the air. Who has he brought out from Jersey City? He ain't bring Al Bial out. You understand? I'm from, I, I live in Staten Island. If a nigga tell you, yo, I know there's a lot of shit with Staten Island rappers I ain't giving a respect to because I'm like, it's a Staten Island nigga. It's not Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang been out since 1992. Who the fuck have we had since? That blue. That really blue to current date on a Wu-Tang level, who? No one. Not, you, we had rappers that came out, but nobody exploded. Because that's Staten Island for you. And I could diss my own city if you take it as a diss, but Staten Islanders know what I mean. And Jersey City, Jersey City knows what I mean. Joe Buttons ain't even getting respected in his own city. And he claims his city. So who is that? You going to listen to Ice-T when he tells you somebody got a good ear? No, when Ice-T tell you if an artist is good or bad, just listen to yourself. He's not, he's not strong enough. But when I tell you an album is serious, you better listen. Now, trust me when I tell you that. The moral of the story is here is hatred goes in all races, creeds, colors, jealousy, niggas is jealous of fat niggas, light-skinned niggas, muscle niggas. Niggas is all fucked up out here. But us as black men, you could march up and down. You could do whatever you do. But see, the white man already know how to do it. He's like, fuck it, kill them all. And he don't got to do shit. All he got to do is put you together. 
That's all he got to do. He got to lock you up together and throw away the fucking key. You can't reproduce in there. And he going to fucking give you an insane, going to give you condoms and fucking hot oil to put in each other's ass. Do you know they fucking, do you know they give condoms and lube in jail? How would I ever want to do a crime knowing that they give you free fucking condoms and fucking lube? Imagine niggas giving you free KY jelly in the fucking jails. Because they know that black shithole got to fuck some. So let them fuck each other. You dig? You get it? If he fucks each other, he can't multiply. If he marries his woman in jail, he can't raise his kids. It's a dying breed. Because they know we hate each other. We fucked that up. Think about how nasty that is. If you call, you talk to one of your family members that call you from prison, ask them. Now watch how he get offended. So let me ask you a question. Don't ask the correction officer. Ask that fucking inmate. So let me ask you a question. Not to be disrespectful. Please don't take this disrespect. Give him a disclaimer. Is it true? Because this guy asked Nathaniel said they give condoms and lube in prison. Watch him say, yeah, they do. Why you asking that? Why you asking that? Why you want to ask that? Oh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. But why you ask me a question like that? He going to be mad at a motherfucker. He mad because you know the truth. You want to, he wants you to glorify, but he didn't realize, God damn, I might as well have went to a bathhouse for all this shit and fucked another nigga. Exactly. They enable homosexuality in jail. That's why they put you in jail. See, jail is not fun when it's a whole bunch of men. But it could be fun if you stay in there forever. Who needs a pussy just to get the assholes tighter? That's how they're going to promote it. Because if they put women in there, niggas wouldn't do no crime. You dig? Think about it like this. If Think, think about how our mindsets is. Why would a nigga do a crime knowing he's going to go to jail? And never be around a woman for the rest of his life. I don't give a fuck if he does 30 years. He told you he fucked a female CO. Yeah, whatever. How does how do you lose that privilege? That's death. Freedom is already worse than you could ever fucking lose in life. After your life, other than your life is freedom. But the mode of not having woman and being in prison, just imagine that. So now you got to dress a nigga up to look like one and put a condom on, which they give him for free without tax money and some lube. And he also lets you know, if you become gay, we'll give you a private fucking housing. You guys could marry and you could marry each other in the fucking state or wherever you at, depending what state you in. You can have a fucking male-on-male wedding. Y'all niggas can fuck each other's brains out, but you ain't making no babies in here. It's harder to do that with a female prison. Now, that's a motherfucker. Because a female prison, one of them damn male seals is going to slip. And everybody going to want to marry a woman. Fuck it, I marry her. She's in jail. I go see. I go take. You understand where I'm coming from? But she could fucking have quadruplets in there. And the state got to raise them. And they got to deliver them babies. 
You understand? So they have a little more incentive than a man. Man has no incentive of going to prison. Just think about that. So as a black man, we rather go to jail before college. You, you go to jail as a man. You could go tell another nigga, yeah, man, I just did 20 years. A nigga get impressed by that. To me, I'm like, damn, I wonder how many dicks he sucked in there. Because he definitely did. I don't care what nigga, when he could hide behind his religion, there's no fucking way. It's impossible. I'm not in jail, nigga, and I ain't cheat on my, and my wife. You know how hard that is? And I'm free. Do you know how hard that is? So just imagine a nigga locked up in a jail with a whole bunch of other niggas. Now that light-skinned nigga, now he want him now. Fuck, he dissed him when he was all home. He hated him. Now the nigga, he dressed him up like a bitch. Now the light-skinned nigga want the bold black nigga because he like a grizzly bear. It's all fucked up, but you fall into that systematically, you do. Because you're aware that this is a fact. That's what's happening in there right now as we speak. And you still want to do a fucking crime to kill your next black brother. I'll be damned if I'm going to do a crime to another black man to be in a jail with a whole bunch of black niggas when I could just be in the world for free. You know that guy that was asked that doing a dollar dance with me tonight, that dope fiend? Guess what he got? He got freedom. He got fucking freedom. Unlike most black men, he got freedom. Yeah, he's smoking dust and doing whatever. Yeah, he's a yeah, he got fucking tissues in his pocket, no money in there. But guess what? He'll be all right. Cause he's free. I'd rather live in a street nigga under a fucking subway platform before I go to some fucking stinking jail. I don't give a fuck what nobody tell you. The the harder the thug the more and more I'm suspicious because you be the niggas. How come all these gay customers I'll be running into always tell me it's impossible. A man cannot be in a cage like that without fucking. It's impossible. And because they know dirty secrets. Why is a gay nigga good in jail? Of course he's good in there. Niggas is horny. Nobody more horny than a black man. We love a, we love too many different races not to be horny. A nigga fuck anything. When white man ain't did shit to us, it's that nigga. It's his fucking mindset. And now we got other niggas that believe it. You got a problem with a nigga, you got a big problem because you may have to murder him. That guy today, I didn't feel like I had to do shit too. I got tomorrow. I got next week. You got to watch that nigga following you. You, Oh, boy. Here we go. Let me get you out of here. We don't, we, we don't do the disagree. We don't do. I would call you the F-bomb, but you may report me. We don't do the disagree, my buddy. We don't do that, bitch. You pussy. We don't do that, you fucking loser. Because you probably got raped by a few niggas. In, fuck, you probably had jail niggas fuck you when you got home, you loser. We just had a shithole just show up here. I, we we do not do 
that here at all. Once you say you disagree, nigga, you get flushed down the toilet like a piece of shit. I don't even look at you. You know how I shit, nigga? I'll tell you how I shit. The minute it come out, I flush you. I don't even look at the motherfucker. That's what I seen you, nigga. You popped up here. I flushed you down the fucking toilet. You piece of fucking dirt. Crawl back up on your mother. Crawl back. I got to give you all these wrenches. Let me give these wrenches out. I forgot all about that. Crawl back up on your mother. Crawl back up. I ain't talking about crawl back in a pussy. I ain't going to be disrespectful. Crawl back up that shit all. Crawl back up your mother's shithole, nigga. I know she gonna shit it back out. We don't, we do not do that. This that's that's pussy. See what I mean? The black man right now. Let me let me blow your mind on another thing. Who's the most feminine man in the world? Is it the white man? Is it the black man? Matter of fact, I'll give you four different races. Is it the Indian man? Is it the white man, the Asian man, or the black man? Who's the most feminine male on planet fucking Earth? Answer. Somebody, somebody answer that. I want you to answer that. I want you to tell me right now who's the most feminine male on planet motherfucking earth. I want you to tell me right now. Okay, let me let me give some of these mods right now. I haven't did this in a in a minute. God damn. Shout out to True Breeze. Oh shit. Brother, I'm back. Um okay, so hold on. So who is a man? What race of man? is the most feminine, softest male on the planet. You will never believe this answer. Some of y'all probably gonna say, well, the white man, cause they, no. The white man goes to war, the black man kills his own. You call a white man a pussy, see what he do. He may just get, he may just call the fucking cops and get other white boys to throw you in the fucking jail. That black man is the most sensitive fucking male on the planet. You looking him funny, he tries to kill your fucking ass. Sensitive bitch. He's sensitive. Okay? Black men are sensitive. The only thing a black man understands from another black man is a pistol. You can talk to the brother. Brother, I ain't trying to disrespect you, but your shoes are dirty. He ready to kill you. But he ain't ready to kill you when he see that fucking gun on your goddamn side. He respect that pistol, though, because he know you're going to use it. Because he know he would. See, the thing about a black man, he don't carry a motherfucking gun because he's afraid of his life. He knows what he would do to another nigga. His, chain, his mindset is already trained to be that way. So he knows you like that. He knows you kill him over a car. He knows you'll kill him over a piece of jewelry. He knows you'll kill his mother for financial gain. He know a nigga could pay you $500 to murder him. You talk about a white man's mother, he don't give a fuck. Talk about that black man's mother. He ready to put you in the dirt. A nigga is sensitive. He can't help it. That's why he's always been. Once you hear a nigga say, I disagree, 
I never in my fucking life told a nigga I disagree. <laughs> bitch shit at that. What kind of bitch? What kind of nigga says that? That's woman talk like that. What man says I dis? That's a bitch. If you on a date with a nigga and y'all talk about some YouTube bullshit and he goes, I disagree, get up, pay your check and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that, that pussy is going to be a problem. He's going to be a terrible fucking father. Okay. He's going to be a fucking crybaby. He's always going to play the victim. He's going to, he think, he think woman needs, uh, you know, to take responsibility and, and all and accountability stay away from a nigga that says I disagree. That is a bitch. I disagree is a woman's own. Do you understand what I'm saying? He might as well say, give me that big black cup. <laughs> Never, ever, 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 ever conversate with a nigga that says I disagree. He's better off saying when asked, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I disagree. He ready to fight. Thank you. That's what he's ready to fucking do. He's ready to fight. Let me get up on YouTube and go up here and be a little bitch tonight because I can't keep a woman. Nor does a woman even like me because I'm a bitch. <laughs> I don't fuck with niggas. A nigga can't get that far with me because most niggas is losers. Very few niggas is official. So once if I'm talking and I get one nigga around me, I disagree. He ready for me. He just, he walked over there. What y'all talk about? He know what the fuck we talking about. He want to come over there like a little fucking hoe. That's how that black shit always. That's why that white man know there's only one way to deal with an emotional wreck. You got to murder his fucking ass. But no, that black man will fucking make a goddamn video, get pulled over from the cop, set up his phone, talk shit. Then when the cop kicks his fucking ass for talking reckless, now he want to go sue him. A nigga can't talk about your mother, but you just spit in the cop's fucking face and now he punched you in the face and now you want everybody to march in front of his house. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking pussy. You niggas will sit up there and do a crime and run. How you going to go do some first 48 shit, murder a nigga, hide at your mother's best friend's fucking house, and then go go tell on whoever was with you? Because you're a bitch. Now you don't got that gun, nigga. Now you in jail with all them booty bandits. Well, get that ass already, nigga. That's all it's going to be worth. <laughs> a black man's asshole is worth big fucking money big fucking money the black man's asshole's worth big fucking money in the world you know why because that's the the only way you could get to get the power of a black man's fucking him up his ass once you got that power he can't do shit because the world believes he's this macho strong fucking player and god forbid that leaks out you could do anything to him you want to get a black man in your control, lady? Stop trying to whip that pussy on him. Put a strap on him. You'll never tell. Okay? To have the power over that black man, you got to fucking take over his asshole. Ask the Illuminati. They'll tell you. 
in order to have the power. His asshole's worth big money in and out of jail. When he goes to prison, it's worth fucking billions because now the government owns it. And in, in the real world, a white man owns it because a white man know he'll do anything for fucking money. <laughs> he knows it. And he usually gives you the thing. Once he says he disagrees, oh, you could get him. Say, nigga, you want to make that fucking lotto money, nigga? What would you do for a million dollars? A black man say, there ain't certain shit I'm going to do. He's a goddamn lot. He'll do any fucking thing. See, when a white man wants a nigga to fucking blaze his ass, he just want to be gay. He's on some white shit. But that black man, nobody ever believes it because he a street nigga. And those are the worst ones because you can't picture it. That's what it is. Why you think all these fucking gangster rappers, nobody believe these niggas be getting turned out. But the white executives know something that you don't know. <laughs> Go into the gay community and ask these niggas in the streets and they'll tell you about that black thug. They said those are the ones, Nate. Those are the fucking ones. The ones that talk all that shit, the ones that argue with women, the ones that be on YouTube, they be the fucking ones, Nate. Oh, yes, they do. Nate, I would get up on your show, but I don't want to expose anymore because I'm still fucking with these niggas. But those are the ones. They warned me all the fucking time, and I got educated well with this shit. Now I get it. That's what he does. I disagree. How much of it? You show me one fucking damn video that I use that word, that phrase. You show me one podcast where I said I disagree like a little fucking bitch. That's what you are. Ladies, gentlemen, watch that shit out. Let them know, nigga, your shit. Go do something with your shit, old nigga. You're wasting time. Go sell your fucking soul. Go sell your soul to rest of them fucking nigga the way they did it. The black man has created that. Yeah, our forefathers, everybody in the past kept it real. They paved the way. We fucked it all up because we hate each other. And it's not just through crime. It's through our mindset. See, you could kill a man. But a mindset is worse. Because if a nigga died with a fucked up mindset, then who is he? But if a man had a strong mindset, well, you could kill the man. nigga. You can't kill the soul. You can. If your soul is weak while you're on this earth and you ain't living in your truth, you got to deal with that because your fucking soul ain't going to do nothing to nobody because you was worthless. Y'all see a rapper with a motherfucking damn hat on his head and a gold chain. You think the nigga's a big grizzly fucking bear. Then when I tell you this nigga get down, you like, hell no, I won't believe that. I said, oh, yeah, why don't you go to prison and find out what all them, G- them G'd up niggas. <laughs> All them killers. All of them fucking killers. Why is it? Why is it that black gay men always find themselves attracted to straight men? That's a disgrace. They want a straight man. They want with the black woman guy. They got a better chance of getting it. Why he want it? Because it's happening. That's why he want it. He don't want nothing that ain't happening. He want it because there's a demand because it's going down. They hate their woman. 
What other better thing for a man that hates things? If a if a light skinned non black woman knows she could be with a black man because he hates his woman, what you think that gay ass nigga gonna do when he call his black woman feminine? He gonna be just as feminine for you because he know you don't like your black woman. Well, goddamn, maybe he like this feminine black man. <laughs> You ain't killing them. The black straight man ain't killing no gay man. I bet you he won't do that because he know he going to do that same time in jail. He going to do for killing that Jew. Why he ain't killing a gay man? Why he ain't going to the gay? He ain't doing nothing over there. He protects them, but he kill his other black brother. He hates his brother. I don't give a fuck if they got the same mother. He hates him. He doesn't hate him. He hates him goddamn self. And that's why I'm telling you, nobody hates themselves as more than a black fucking bozo. Now, if you're a black bozo, you're going to be offended by what I'm saying. You're going to disagree. But if you're a real black man, you're going to say, well, goddamn, they think somebody's speaking on this shit. <laughs> Your little son... Oh, my son, he he about that life, yeah? He about that gay life. Because when he goes to that goddamn jail, that's all he going to be surrounded by. A whole bunch of dick and balls. I don't give a fuck if your son is 13, 14, 15, 55, 65. That nigga's a gangster. If he a gangster, he got more gay tendencies and more feminine qualities than you could ever fucking imagine. I don't give a fuck what he what He busts his gun. Apparently, he likes that lifestyle. Because that's where he going to end up when he get fucking caught. His, his, what, what good is his mindset? His mindset ain't going to be worth shit if he dies. His soul is demolished. He's worthless on jail. I mean, he's worthless on earth. It's your mindset. Your mindset is your soul. Your soul is your mindset. You die a real man. Your soul lives forever. You die fake ass nigga, your fucking soul is gone, nigga, you're dead. The end, erased. Your soul ain't gonna do nothing for society, it didn't do shit when you was here. That negative mindset ain't gonna hear in your mind, it's that positive mindset. A lot of y'all niggas think positive is talking about fruits and berries, nigga. Positive is keeping it real to yourself. To know that you fucked up in a game. Everybody hates Chris. Remember that song? No, nigga. Nobody hates Chris more than that black fucking bozo. The white man is the reason why Chris Rock is fucking famous, but that black man will tear him down. You show me right now. Think of what happened. And Chris Rock in all the fucking years, who, who tried to tear that nigga down? Who? Because he tried to tear a nigga down in the process of him getting tore down. He fucking tried to destroy a black woman in front of a black man and a black man came up there and smacked the fucking fire out of his ass. White man just sits back and says, you niggas never fucking damn let me down. You never let me down. Property. The white man is smart because he got two properties. He he has the government and he has entertainment. Yeah, I said it. He 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 rules you in ways that you can never imagine. Cause he knows the only thing he gotta get is your soul. And your soul goes through your asshole. 
the food that you eat comes out of that fucking butt. He don't want your dick in that. He don't want your balls, nigga. He wants that butt oh, because that's the only way he know that he can rule you, because you're not going to tell any fucking body. Same shit in prison. Don't you tell nobody on the street that what I was doing in here. Now the nigga going to get it started. You go home and you came home for them 20 years and now I don't fucking get all them niggas that's locked up. Nigga, we want money every fucking damn week in this bitch, nigga. We will tell. And you best to believe he going to have that shit like clockwork because he can't afford that soul to be diminished. Because God forbid he dies and niggas talk about him. He's fucked. It's a system. Trust me. It's very simple. You can't do that with a woman. Oh, I, I, I could put this woman on. What's that damn rapper? What's that damn singer? Um, He just got caught out there trying to sleep with a damn woman. J uh, John Derillo, whatever. Derillo. That motherfucker just got caught out there with a bitch. He's a fool. He's fucked. He tried to play the game on a woman. That don't work, nigga. You're going to fuck around and go to jail. You're going to lose every goddamn thing, fool. Derillo's a fucking fool. Derillo should have just said, you know what? If I'm going to do this shit, nigga, you can't do that to a woman as a black man, dummy. You can't think a woman's going to have to give you some pussy to get on. It ain't going to work like that. She could live and talk about that, nigga. That ain't nothing. So what? I fuck Jason Derulo, big fucking deal. The nigga, now nah, I, mean, I got a hit record. She could collect, she could collect a quick five million dollars, nigga, just for you to shut, just for her to shut up. It's gonna cost that. But no, Jason Derulo did it the Russell Simmons way. Y'all start fucking with bitches. They don't do that in Hollywood with that black man. You should have just went the gay route, nigga. He would have cooperated. He wouldn't have said shit. You see? They give you an incentive. That's why Puffy will never go to jail. Never. He part of the community. He will never get locked. You think he's going to get locked up for dealing with his artist? You, you think Mason fucking Usher is going to sit up there and admit that shit? Hell no. Hell motherfucking no. And Puff's going to say, you, you say any, allegedly, allegedly. Puff's going to say, motherfucker, you open your goddamn, you, do, you don't do what the fuck I tell you. I tell the fucking world, I show the world what you did. And guess what? You got control over them because goddamn nigga, the nigga got me for life. He got my soul, whether I'm dead or alive. If I'm going, nigga, he could, he could slander my fucking, he could slander my name. Slander my fucking legacy. That's power. And that's the same thing they do in that prison system. They know you're going to fuck yourself. So they let you get a fucking record. You can't get a legal job. You can't even vote, you fucking bum. We got you, nigga. We own you. You committed a felony, nigga. We, 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 are the, we, are the, we push the law, bitch. We are the lawmakers. You own, we own you. Just from that paperwork, nigga, dead or alive, nigga. Matter of fact, if you fucking raped a little kid, even worse, nigga, now you got to register. If you die, nigga, you still die. Of registered sex offender. That shit never goes anywhere. You're fucked. So Jason Derulo is going to be in the same shit show like Russell Simmons. And the crazy part is Russell Simmons homosexual.
He was a disgrace to the gay community because the gay community is like, oh, hold on, nigga. Um, you didn't push the pen and you know better. You did that to a woman. You're fucked. He fucked himself. And that's what happened with Jason Derulo. You'll see if this shit disappears. Just assume that bitch is rich as a motherfucker. Because if, if, if the actor John Holmes, whatever his fucking name is, that smacked that beat the shit out the white girl, he's already fucked. He didn't lost mad endorsements. You could imagine what's going to happen to Jason Derulo on a woman. And I bet you she's non-black. It's a system. And that black bastard, he's created to do it because his mindset, because he'll do anything to sell his brother out. Any fucking thing. The sad part about it, a non-black man knows how we treat each other. That's why he's that's why he's so quick to say, I'll take a fucking car and I, I was going to run him over. The, but the, the Hispanic man told me what he was going to do to that nigga. Imagine what he thinks about a nigga every time he's seeing the street. Could be minding his business. God damn, he say one word, I'm going to run him the fuck over. Meanwhile, the nigga wasn't even a threat. Not only to me, he wasn't even a threat to him. Nobody even know what a threat is anymore. You know what a threat is to me? When a motherfucker says, I disagree. That's a bitch. Imagine being in a goddamn barbershop, having a discussion with a couple of homies, and you get that one motherfucking seat number five. You in seat number one. You in seat number one at the main barber, the nigga that run the barbershop. Seat number five, go, I disagree. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be solid than a motherfucker. Let him argue with everybody else because I know that shit's for me. He's a threat. Watch that nigga. He's a dirty motherfucker. So you have to understand the difference between a black shit hole and a black man. Don't get the shit confused. When I say nobody hates a black man better than and a black man, is that shit hole we talking about? We call him a shit hole because that's all he got is his shit hole. His shit hole is how he sells his soul through shit. He walks through it, he shits it out. Sometimes they even shit in their own fucking pants, literally. To kill himself is to kill another man. He don't understand that. He don't want to go to the Navy and fight for the country. He thinks that's a seller. He'd rather go to jail and be somebody's fucking down low boy. And he's he's a big fan of ass. All a nigga got to do is have some tight pants on. You got you a black man. They know how to get him. They know. They know what the fuck to do. You going to get him on earth or in that fucking damn prison hellhole. So do understand systematically when it comes to Joe Buttons and Drake, that's just typical niggas. The only thing is with Drake, Drake just got to keep pushing. That's how he's going to prove his black man's status. He, sh he can't even respond to Joe Buttons. And I hope he doesn't. But Joe Buttons is a black shit-o. He'll do anything to tear a nigga down because he hates him goddamn self. Anytime a nigga shoot dope and sniff coke and pump all that shit into his motherfucking veins, it's self-fucking-hate. Anytime a nigga get up there and chatty patty with fucking uh, niggas that's putting shit in niggas drinks and all that Charlemagne and all these goofy niggas and all these niggas envy, all these niggas is goofballs. But who supported them? The black man supports that fucking asshole too because he thinks his information is not information. That's a cult, nigga.
Don't listen to nothing what them niggas say. When they say the shit is garbage, you listen to it. You judge yourself. I guarantee it's not garbage. He's garbage. Because he's doing what a black shit old supposed to do. He's supposed to shit. You ever smell shit when you're in the bathroom, nigga? Not your own shit. That stinks too. But goddamn, somebody else shits that you don't know. You walk in the bathroom. Goddamn, it stink like a motherfucker. Because it's shit. But there's power and shit. That power and shit is where it comes from. It comes through the mouth, in through the fucking body, out through the asshole. And that's where that motherfucker targets that black man because he knows that's his most vulnerable goddamn fucking spot. Just understand how deep this is. Ladies, when you with your black man and you kissing him and sucking him off, y'all want to, they pushing the agenda now. Go up there and kiss on the nigga's balls. You want to lick that nigga's ass? Watch how he respond. You going to see that old bearded thug motherfucker turn into a goddamn I disagree, bitch. I disagree. This shit feels great. I'm telling you. That's how you get power over him. Y'all doing it wrong. Y'all trying to whip the pussy. You can't whip the pussy on a nigga. He's an ass. He's addicted to ass. Period. That's why he likes crime so much because it brings him into jail. And he's in there with other niggas that love ass. Ain't a black man that don't like no goddamn ass. A nigga's weak for ass. So if a nigga let you suck his balls and put your tongue in his ass, put your motherfucking finger up there on that goddamn dildo and see what happened. He be hollering like a rooster. <laughs> That's right. I disagree. Just put, I think I'm going to give me a shirt. That's the new fucking shirt. Juliana, red lipstick, make sure I get that. I disagree. <laughs> That's what he does. You want to get the power of a man is through his asshole. That's how you get him. See, a real man, he like, you ain't got to suck on my shit. You ain't got to suck my balls. I'm good, boo. Just give me the pussy. I'm straight. Because that's what he's there for. Front, back, don't matter. Ride me, do whatever. But goddamn, if that nigga got to have your ass and he got to put his face in it, he wants you to put it in his. Now he promoting it through porn. God damn. Yeah, fuck it. I let a woman lick my ass. Well, if a nigga let you lick his goddamn ass, imagine what he going to let you put up there. He's sensitive. A woman be thinking, black woman be thinking, oh, it's a sensitive spot. No, it's his vulnerable spot. For a black man, it's the most vulnerable spot on his body. Because if he allowed you to do it, you can take control over him. That's how you strung him out. You can't string him out with that pussy. That ain't going to do it. You got to get in line with a whole bunch of other, probably 20 other bitches from his last fucking two years, depending on how fucking much he's in the game. And if he's buying pussy overseas, forget it. You want to do it through his heart, through his food. That's bullshit. It's through his asshole. That's how you get him fucking open. Now, if you want a nigga just to love you and cherish you, well, goddamn, you got to do it through his soul, through his heart. But if you're just trying to get a nigga strung out, you got to get right to the business.
This is exclusive. You see, watch. You watch. If that nigga's, if that motherfucker, if, if a nigga's eyes ain't going up in his head because your pussy's that good, he ain't, oh my God, this is incredible. Now you suck him off. Now we, now we go from sucking a nigga off. Now you got to suck his balls. Then he wants you to suck his butt. Now he wants you to put your face in his ass and do all this crazy shit. What, what do you think is going to turn him out? Once the nigga went past, it ain't going to be the head job. It ain't going to be the balls, the balls. They ain't, what, how the nigga going to get turned out from you sucking his balls? You can't suck it too hard, goddamn bitch, I'm going to scream. Once that nigga allows you to play with that motherfucking butthole, the black man's most vulnerable spot on earth because he plays so macho, you can take over that motherfucker. I promise you, once you put that strap on that motherfucker and he allow that, I guarantee all them kids he's taking care of, bitch, I'm going to take care of him. Please don't take me to court. Because he knows you know something. Now, again, we talking about the, the black shadow. You got to call him by his name. Not a black, not a real black man, a black shadow. Because the black shittle's vulnerable spot is his shittle. That's why we call him the black shittle. Do you understand? The black shittle. That thug motherfucker walking around with that 38 caliber robbing old ladies at the gas station. He that same way. Down low nigga, freaky nigga. Trust me when I fucking tell you. A black shittle is a name because I gave it to him. He endured that and deserved it. And he worked very hard for that. When you see that family member that you got, a brother, a cousin, and they all fucked up in the game, you're like, yo, what happened? This nigga just left his family. His bitch is no good. No, it's not that his bitch is no good. His bitch took advantage of that fucking asshole. <laughs> I disagree. That's all. I disagree. The biggest fucking sign. That's that nigga. That, especially that nigga. He'll argue with every fucking body. He's a shit up. I don't just call a nigga a name. I call it for a reason. All of these motherfuckers, most of them are like that. I promise you. That's how you take them. Because he know he'll never tell. He know you strung him out. You made, you made him stop speaking to his mama, his father. God damn. You tell that motherfucker, nigga, if you ever fucking go visit your mama, I'll tell everybody I'll put a strap on. I bet you he won't ever see his mother again. <laughs> A black man will commit suicide if you tell that secret. He can't even allow it. That's why it's so easy to extort. Because once he got him, forget it. You see what happened with motherfucking, uh, what's his name, 50 Cent's boy? He begged that goddamn transsexual, please take the video down, please. He begged her. Because he had control over her, over him. Well, he's a her now, right? He begged her, please take the video down, Mr. G unit. Now, clearly 50 don't got nothing to do with that. You know why? I could tell 50 ain't got shit to do with shit. Because 50 be going at Puff P. Diddy all the time. Most niggas couldn't do that. Most of them niggas got fucked out of a record. They never talk crazy about Puff. Never. 50 does because 50 is a made man. He know a nigga can't pull no shit on him. Especially nothing about his asshole. 
He knows it. When a nigga talks shit like that, that nigga know, but I tell you this fucking much. You will never hear Mace talk no shit about fucking Pete Diddy. Ever. Ever. You will never hear Usher, none of them niggas, because they know who they daddy. You'll never hear Lil Wayne talk shit about Baby. Ever. Because he owns him. He owns his soul. Black woman, they told you the way to a man's heart is the food. Yeah, that's true. But the way to his fucking soul is his ass out. Especially when he's a black shit out. Because you can't get to that damn fucking soul for a real man. He's a real man. Can't get to his soul. You can't break it. But you, that shit all you could break his soul. For, for fucking financial gain, he'll do a thing, some change, some things for a couple of things. A couple of things for some change. You understand what I'm saying? Peep game, I'm telling you. It's no joke out here. It's an ugly fucking world. I live in a black world. I believe what I can't see. You believe what you see. I don't believe what I see. You see two fiends smoking crack. I see I see two fiends just saying, well, goddamn, how many other motherfuckers is doing what they doing at home? You see the difference? We that's why we fucked up, because nobody knows the difference. Nobody hates on a black man better than a black man. Nobody. He knows how to tear him down. He knows the repercussions. He knows the reward. He knows when he kill him, he goes, he goes to jail and they fucking him enduring to be married. He knows all that. He's a sick motherfucker. But the real men stand up. I know there's about four of you niggas in the fucking world, but goddamn, stand up. And let them understand what's going on out here. This is a real podcast right now. Real shit. Talk about real things. You want to promote something? Share this word to everybody. How are we going to lift our brothers up? You, there's not too many to lift up. Ain't too many brothers. It's a whole bunch of fucking sellouts. You niggas sold your soul to your family. You sold the soul to that fucking white man, black man. Whether you in the fucking entertainment world, whether you in the motherfucking damn police department, whether you in the fucking damn prison, one way or another, you in order for you to get gain, you get an incentive for throwing your brother under the bus. You know it. Some of your niggas make money a living by throwing niggas under the fucking bus. Whether it's through hip hop records or fucking, maybe you just go get a rat money because you rat it on a nigga having a few guns in his house. They pay you for that. They know that you you like you like the fucking telephone. They let the goddamn fingers do the goddamn talking. Point them out. And I'll show you. When you see that bitch ass nigga, remind and say, God damn, I need to listen to this fucking title again. Nobody hates on a black man better than, than a black man. Written by fucking Axe Nathaniel. God damn, I ain't never heard of no real shit like this in my goddamn life. Now I understand that black man. You know what, Nate? I'm gonna call this nigga over to tell him to come fuck me tonight and see if he let me stick my tongue up his motherfucking ass. And if he says, hell motherfucking no. Stay away from my dick. Stay away from my balls on my ass.
Stay away from that completely. Don't you dare go near my motherfucking ass, bitch. Goddamn, you may be okay. But good God, if that nigga sat on his goddamn back and spread his legs open and let you do that, goddamn, the power is in your fucking hands. Okay? If he spread the legs for you, he'll spread it for anybody. Because a real man will spread his motherfucking legs. I don't give a fuck if he goes and gets a goddamn uh, fucking procedure from a goddamn doctor. They still won't insult the man like that. You spread a woman's legs. You spread a goddamn woman's leg when she has a baby and get birth. What in the fuck does a man got to spread his legs? It's going to be something good about that. Okay. Black women can't deal with it because they love a masculine man. Nobody would ever believe that. But there's a few niggas that wasn't playing that shit. But there's a lot of niggas that well, it's called a shit out. Ask any of your gay family members in my lying. He could be like, God damn girlfriend, he ain't fucking lying. I got a story to tell. They always got a fucking story to tell. It's always a married, strong, masculine ass nigga that allowed that butt play. And if it wasn't his, it's his. Either way, he wanted. Beware. Beware of the fucking bozo. Beware of that shithole. And keep your eyes open for that real fucking man. Because if you blink, you may just listen. You may lose him. If you blink, but you won't blink, you won't miss that fucking shit. Oh, he's all over the goddamn place. Call him, text him right now. Say, well, you going to let me suck your dick and lick your ass? He's going to be like, goddamn, I'll be right over. And you be like, well, Nate, did he hear about the licking ass party? Yeah, that's why he coming over there. He thought nobody would ever ask because he felt it was too gay to ask that. Well, maybe he coming for the head. No, he coming for you said you're going to lick that shit off because a real man would have been like, bitch, what you talk about putting your motherfucking face in my goddamn ass? I ain't never asked my wife to suck my butt ever, 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 ever. Well, they, what happened if girls did it? Well, like I said, if they did it, they did it. If you had a past, they did it, they did it. But at the end of the day, just remember what I said. It don't make you gay because she did it. You just vulnerable because she did it. Because if she did that, she's in a position to take you over. Now, if you was lucky enough to have this done in the past, then you're lucky. Because you can't relate. Do you understand? But there's a lot of niggas that's all fucked up. And they, they just like, God damn, I can't tell. I know one of my homegirls right now that's been married to her husband since 1998. And I'll never forget that day. Now, we used to freak off on her. She was such a freak. Me and my boy used to tell her to come downstairs. She'd come downstairs and say, yo, watch my homegirl. She's going to suck your dick right in the back seat. My homegirl was a freak. I'd be driving. We had tinted windows. She goes top, my man, whatever. She was a freak. So anyway, me and my man... We ran a little like taxi train on her. So he was driving. He bust right off. He, he hit up from the back, whatever. He shot right off. Boom. He started driving. I'm hitting this shit. She's a freak. She like it in a button all that. Big time freak. 
It was raining. We keep and get out the car. The shit was fucking hilarious. But I will never forget this story that she told me. She put a strap on on this nigga. I almost said his name, but I ain't going to say his name. She put a strap. This is in the 90s, 99, 2000 tops. She told me she put a strap on this nigga. This is way before y'all heard this shit. Get this strap. She put a strap on. Because what they call it now, a pegging. She put a strap on this nigga. Right? She put a strap on this nigga. I would have never believed it. Look at him. Yo, what up? See, you know, he be on some. Yeah, but he never left her. I don't think he ever cheated. Cause God forbid he does. She's that bitch. Fuck, fuck what you gonna lose in this damn divorce. The house. Fuck the nigga. I let that secret out. And the worst thing a black man could ever do is have a secret that he did some gay, especially when he appears to be straight. He can't deal with that. Oh, sexy red got a videotape out. Nobody cares about that. So what? She's black. That shit ain't gonna go anywhere. Ain't gonna make her career any better. But I tell you now, a big scandal is when they got a videotape of a fucking straight, straight black man doing these type of things. Because I tell you right now, God forbid my own girl says she could go tell her fucking step. That ain't even his real son. If she tells the son, I put a strap on your fucking stepfather and here's the videotape to prove it. He'll want to he going to want to jump off the fucking damn balcony. Anyway, he probably go to the leaning house, leaning tower of pizza in fucking Paris and jump off just to make sure the job gets done right. Because he can't live with that. And he know that. Watch the roughest man, the man that appears to be rough and talk all that goddamn shit. And let you, he let you do all that extra shit to that Bodie. Watch what happens. Look at his face when it's all fucking done. All he looking at you is like, bitch, please don't tell nobody you put that fucking strap on me because I ain't gay. That's all he could because he first thing I'm not gay. I didn't call you gay, baby. I ain't call you gay. You had a good old time. No. Yeah, I did. But I ain't gay. OK, you got him. You got control over that motherfucker. He may kill you if you even think you're going to tell anybody. There's a certain celebrity right now. The the woman, the baby's mother just mysteriously died. Perfect health and you just died like that. Hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hmm. When you know a black man's dirty fucking secret sexually, you got him for fucking life. So... I just gave you a true exclusive and nobody hates on a black man better than a black man. And that means we know how to hate ourselves. So nobody knows how to do that better than us. So we know the trigger. We know the trigger. Y'all have an incredible, beautiful evening. If there's any questions, please shoot them. Please share the video, share the video, share the video. Okay, share the video if anybody needs to know our cash app. I have it in the description. Here it goes. You understand this? This is a small and exclusive channel to people that got brains. If you disagree, we don't welcome you here. Okay. You could go to that jail bathhouse and disagree with all them fucking damn fucking booty bandits and they have a good old time. Go disagree with them. Talk about this. Talk about that. But we don't do that here.
If a woman's going to disagree and she want to come with me, how the fuck she going to damn disagree with me? That means she ain't listening. But I expect that from her. Shout out to Miss Hurricane. God damn. I love y'all. Enjoy. Have a beautiful night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.